spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Another Friday is upon us. It is, uh, what is the date here? January 6th, 2023. Good to be with you. New year, new stuff going on. Hope you like our uh, candy pink new uh, lower thirds and layouts here today. Let's try that out for uh, for some time and uh, we'll see how that uh, how that works. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Henrik, Red Eyes TV and Red Eyes members.com. Of course, that is our websites. Uh, if you do want to super chat throughout the show today, enterprisestream.live slash Red Eyes TV. That's up and running. Uh, same with Odyssey and also Rumble. We'll keep an eye on that throughout the uh, stream as well. Uh, we have a great guest host with us here today. Actually, a guy I would wanted to uh, get on for some time. Uh, I Hypocrite, uh, which uh, who, who joins us today, uh, guest hosting with us. We're gonna go through. You know, we have. I, I gotta say this. I think I Hypocrite, especially with you, can't stop progress. The kind of a series really that he's doing. He kind of was doing what like Libs of TikTok was doing, like aggregating all this like crazy stuff before Libs of TikTok did it. And actually, we have a clip a little bit later too, where where she's uh, brought up uh, by a fellow leftist, uh, not by a uh, hypocrite, but uh, you know by someone who's attacking her, Sam Cedar. But anyway, interesting clip. We'll talk more about that later. But anyway, uh, I Hypocrite, welcome, man. How are you doing? Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Hi. Great to be here. Uh, you know, I, I started my Twitter account back in 2014. And I, I, when I started, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything about Twitter and how, or even how to get followers. And I was like following a bunch of people, trying to get people to follow back. And I remember I have this really vivid memory of Lana following me. And I saw her and I was like, who is this? And she had like her blog or some website linked. I don't remember now, but I looked at it and I was like, oh, this is cool. She's making content, you know, but I didn't know who she was. I didn't know who you were. <laughs> and over the years, I got to know, oh, Red Ice and, you know, became mutual with you on Twitter. And, you know, it's that's like eight years ago now. So it's nice to right. finally I talk know. and connect because we've been you know, mutuals this whole time. That's right. No, it's great to see you. And thank you again. That's kind of short notice here, but I appreciate you coming on. Uh, so again, I guess I would say just to, you know, introduce you a little bit more. Um, you can't stop progress. It's really, I guess that's what you're best known for, right? That the, the series. Yeah, so. That's kind of my flagship series. You yeah. could say, yeah. By the way, when you said fellow leftists, were you, were you throwing shade at lives of TikTok there? No, I, I, no, I, <laughs> I stumbled over my words. No, 
I was going to say Sam Cedar is Jewish and lips of TikTok it came out right oh. she's also Jewish and so I said okay. leftist I, I said the wrong word <clears throat> I'm not sure if it's if it's mutually um, you know exclusive there but anyway we'll, we'll talk more about that later uh, but yes uh, no Sam Cedar was attacking it was kind of funny actually uh, he was quite bold uh, too in his <laughs> in his attack but we'll talk more about that later uh, anyway so no so how, how long have you been doing um, you said 2014 the Twitter account when, when did you start uh, obviously you have a YouTube channel I hypocrite you have uh, success Twitter account, as you said, and you're doing these series and stuff. And I think you've obviously, as many of us have now, struggled with uh, censorship on YouTube and stuff like that. But you do have your main channel still, right? Don't you? Yes, I've been banned twice, but I've been fortunate enough to get it back both times. Uh, I am currently demonetized. Uh, originally, the monetization was for third-party content, so I stopped doing Can't Stop Progress there. I moved it over to a different YouTube channel under somebody else's name because I didn't want to risk, if it got banned, getting also banned. And they did ban it. They banned the Can't Stop Progress channel. Of course. So, yep. so yeah, and I had a 300,000 Facebook page that was also banned several years ago, 300,000 followers. Yep. Uh, I, I started all of this in like late 2014, around that time. At first, I was blogging. I started the YouTube video videos in early 2015 so say about eight years or so i've been doing this there you go yeah i mean we uh i guess we we cover some other topics before them but 2013 14 something like that is when we kind of were hitting more politics and stuff it was more metaphysics and spiritual topics and kind of woo woo uh, stuff conspiracy. We, we still do a lot of conspiracy, of course, because <laughs> look around what's going on. But anyway, so it's kind of, I guess, at the same time, started looking at some of the stuff, a lot of the anti white trends and stuff like that, too. But uh, uh, anyway, I know one thing that has uh, uh, unfolded for you. What is it now over the last year? You're being sued by a woman, some kind of a pornographer, I guess, right? That's the, what you would call her for sharing a picture. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a convoluted story of this girl. She was she was in a porno film, and it was actually from this company called Girls Do Porn, which there was a big uh, uh, criminal trial surrounding this company. The people running it basically went to jail for human trafficking because what they would do is they would fly these girls to like L.A. under the uh, auspices of a modeling contract. And then once they got there, they would say, look, we want to film a porno. And the girl said, <laughs> uh, well, well, we felt tricked and trapped and like we couldn't say no at that point. Oof. So these guys all like went to jail involved. The, the girls got a big settlement of money. But one of the girls, she was then like a couple years after that in Forbes magazine because in the 30 under 30 because she was like 23 or 24 years old and had been given a really a uh, bit high up position at this crypto trading uh, platform called Celsius, which has since gone bankrupt. Oh, is it that was it that involved in FTX a little bit or was it adjacent, right? Wasn't it? it it's another it's another bonk, uh, gong show where the company uh, went bankrupt because and people couldn't get their money out. It's it's similar, similar kind of another one of those crypto scams. You might say, I don't know too much about it. Was but. it the, the, the Fong lady who visited with Biden? Wasn't she pushing Celsius or something like that? Because their name rings a bell. Do you, do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, I'm not sure. Light, lightly not clad sure. Uh, Asian woman that uh, visited the White House a few times. She's photographed with Biden too. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's, it's funny how these, how incestuous some of those networks are. But anyway, go on. 
Yeah. So I, I had just shared. So in the, in the, I, I didn't even make this mean like I didn't watch the porn or anything, but I guess in it, they did like an interview with her where they asked her, you know, what she was studying in school. And she kind of said like, Oh, I don't know. I think business or something. And so what I shared this meme on Twitter where it's, it's her in that screenshot saying that she thinks she's studying business, but she doesn't know. And then next to the Forbes write up where they're treating her like she's this, you know, marketing genius or whatever, this huge managing this $300 million crypto portfolio that they put her in charge of. So the joke obviously was like, Oh, is she really that good with money or did she, <laughs> she just have different assets? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's I'm not familiar with that Tiffany Fong. Yeah, and see, she's uh, check this out. Yeah, she's meeting here with uh, yeah, she's all like uh, likely dressed. She's meeting with Biden, and she's uh, she has a foot somehow in with Celsius. That's why I brought that up. It could be mm. interesting to know that. So yeah, they all they all know each other, I guess, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the the tweet got DMCA'd, and I was like. I was like, what? You can't copyright a meme. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I counterclaimed the DMCA and they, and then I got like a couple months later, someone knocks on my door and hands me a lawsuit. And uh, we, you know, these things move very slow. So I've been fighting it for like a year now, but it's kind of just sitting in legal limbo. We're still trying to get it dismissed. Like the way these things go is you start off kind of with your motion to dismiss yeah, and we're we're still in that phase. We're just waiting for the judge to respond. Been waiting for months, but it's all you know. I've already racked up like over twenty five thousand oh, dollars in shit. legal fees. Oh, it's just, so it's really insane. You know, it's really insane the way the way anybody can just kind of reach out and squeeze you like that. But hopefully, <laughs> oh hopefully it'll be over soon. Tell us how people, uh, you know, uh, how they can help you out with that because that sucks, man. Jeez. Yeah, if I, so I do have a uh, Give, Send, Go, which is pinned on my Twitter. If you'd like to donate, that is greatly appreciated. I feel bad because I know you guys have your your uh, medical thing with your daughter, which is like a much more worthy cause. Like if you can only give to one of those things, make sure like the kid is okay first. You know what I mean? No, she's doing if have, great. If you have leftover and you're still feeling generous, you want to help me fight this porn star lawsuit, oh that would be great too. But uh, oh, no, I'm just really, I'm, I'm glad to hear that she's okay. Yeah, I, no, everything's good. And we we met our goal, I mean, amazingly. And again, if there's people that didn't watch the last few shows, just thank you everybody who helped out. It's, it's just absolutely incredible. Thank you so much. We're, we're so fortunate and lucky to be in this situation and have so many awesome people. But that's why, uh, yeah, if you wanted to give, if you wanted to give to us, help out Lyndon here a little bit too with that lawsuit because that sucks. <laughs> that's what, isn't this what they want to do though? If you think about it, I mean, they had all these proposals at least in the EU with like upload filters and like every, Article 13 was that everything's going to be copyright protected and stuff. And I'm I'm sure that that's uh, what I'm saying is you you're an, you're an early uh, bird in the coal mine, so to speak, a canary in the coal mine, because uh, I think that's what they want to do eventually, like just like you know licenses or fees or just clamp down on like you sharing stuff essentially. You know, there's some people on Twitter don't like me. I know it's hard to believe, but there are some people <laughs> that, that aren't I hypocrite fans. But I've, I've never seen a person who is like celebrating the fact that I'm getting sued where I can't spend like six seconds scrolling your media tab on Twitter and see 18 things that you could just as easily be sued for. You know what I mean? If they could sue me for this, they could sue anyone for anything on Twitter. Like this is how people use social media. So even, even the people laughing at my and enjoying my misery they shouldn't laugh too hard yeah yep exactly oh well speaking of which let me take this super chat here black philip <clears throat> hey Enrique. i don't uh, i spend 
too much time on the internet. I've seen Antifa call you science deniers and saying you don't deserve neonatal care and wish harm on you and your families. Yeah, what a big surprise. They want us dead. Can you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> These are our enemies and they would love nothing more than to see you dead. Yes, absolutely. That's uh, that's the case. Well, we're not really science deniers. We, we deny the fake and gay science. <laughs> There's like real science and then it's like bullshit science. But, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to de determine that. These days, these have become like, you know, pro-Pfizer, Moderna pushers. Uh, it's, it's an incredible time uh, to be alive when uh, Antifa is just uh, all in on big pharma. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Black Philip. I appreciate that. Um, so how do you think the, uh, this is going to go? Is there any uh, end in sight for the lawsuit here? I mean, what's, uh, what's next, do you think? Well, I mean, I'm just praying that the judge will grant our motion to dismiss with prejudice, uh, then we can try to get the fees awarded back, you know, that, that would be the ideal resolution, but, um, I don't know. It's, you know, there, so her angle is kind of like, I'm a victim of human trafficking. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I sympathize with that. I'm sorry. And, and when I got the lawsuit, my initial reaction, I emailed them back. I said, look, I'll delete the tweet. I don't mind taking down the tweet. Just, uh, like drop the lawsuit and drop the DMCA. If you want me to even sign an NDA about your client and say I won't talk about her anymore, I'll even do that. Like I like this is like a big mountain. We're making a mountain out of a molehill here, but they're like, well, maybe if you do that, plus pay us sixty thousand dollars in damages. And I was like, come yeah. on, oh, You're over a tweet of a screenshot? Are you kidding me? So that their angle is like, hey, she's a human because. The judge from the, you have to understand the reason she has the copyright for the porn is because the judge from the like civil suit where they, they were awarded these like 13, it was like $13 million in damages or something for the, the way they were like misled into doing the porn or whatever. The judge transferred the copyright to the girls so that they would have the ability to take the videos down off the internet. And I mean, that's all well and good. And you might agree with sort of the spirit of what he's doing there. But first of all, I didn't share a video. I shared a screenshot where she's fully clothed. Just, just to be clear, she's fully clothed. It's not like a, it's not a revenge porn screenshot or anything like that. And it's transformative. It's a meme, it's fair use. And so like being a victim doesn't give you, doesn't change the way copyright law works right yeah. it, that has no bearing the fact that you're a human trafficking bearing uh, our victim has zero bearing on copyright but you know is the judge gonna see it that way it's always a coin toss with these things so who oh yeah knows? yeah it's a lot up to uh what uh, judge you get uh you know what i mean and i, yeah. I was wondering who appoints judges to there was one famous case where uh jared taylor was suing twitter um, before obviously he took over, yeah. and uh, apparently the and the judge was uh, Jewish too, but he was favoring like uh, Jared's position. He was very favorable. It looked like everything was going well, and then like halfway through, someone replaces the judge, <laughs> and he just like and mm -hmm. they got like one who was much more you know obviously negative to it, and they I, I forget if they dismissed the lawsuit or what exactly happened, but the point is. They could just change the judge halfway through. Like <laughs> they can do whatever the hell they want. As you know, it's like anarcho tyranny, right? It's like certain points. My God, every single rule and everything by the book, and in certain cases, everything goes out the window, and there's like nothing left. You know what I mean? Legally speaking. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the processes are just formalities that don't even matter. I mean, you've seen that kind of with the Speaker of the House vote. Oh, I don't, no. don't want to get too much into that, but just right. like it's, it seems like a foregone conclusion where they have already installed 
McCarthy, even though he hasn't won. You know what I mean? Like, they, I know the, the WEF updated their website where they're saying this is now the Speaker of the House and they, they installed him in the office. And it's like, it's like that. It's a foregone conclusion and the, the voting and everything. That's just a formality, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's bizarre. I haven't actually watched the latest today. Uh, I, yesterday I covered it and it was like 10, uh, 10 times. It was like, you know, they couldn't get him in position, which is good. I mean, he's always a horrible guy, right? But but uh, is he uh, is, is he is that finalized now? Is he is he is he going to be the speaker? Is that what you've heard? Well, so I don't think the vote has has finished yet, but they have. He's in the office, so he's already like occupying the speaker's office. That's what I heard. My God! Even though he, it's not final. Yeah. See, they just no, they just force their way, footing through the door. They push. You know, I mean, <laughs> bend bend over. We'll get this dildo in there somehow. You know, that's basically what it is. All right, crazy stuff. Um, anyways, speaking of Twitter and lawsuits and stuff, I saw just real quickly here uh, in the beginning. Um, the Twitter files have been kind of interesting, some a little less interesting, but it's, it's still very good, I think, to get like actual proof of things that we knew were going on. But like this blatant like FBI, Department of Homeland Security, this other group, what were they called again? Governance Central GCN something. I forget the name now where they just like, oh, we want to ban uh, 250,000 <laughs> accounts and shit like that. And they had like a direct in with Twitter taking over moderation processes and all these kinds of crazy things like that. If there was one thing the First Amendment was was there to to protect, it's against that action of like actually the government coming in and telling, you know, who should be silenced or whatnot. But as usual, that's the time we're in, right? So I think, anyway, I think this story is probably a little bit part of the revenge for that. Apparently 200 million Twitter users' data uh, just went up for sale on the dark web for $2, which is like, okay, they definitely want this to get out there. Uh, mm. So a, a big hack, I w- would assume, which kind of, I wouldn't be surprised if this was like revenge for the Twitter files. You know what I mean? A little bit of threat. What do you make of it? Yeah, or it, c- it could be a former Twitter employee or even current one who's disgruntled. You know, that they certainly would have the the inside access to do something like that. I didn't, This is the first I'm hearing about this. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, I, I always thought Twitter made money from selling users data. And now I'm finding out after Elon takes over that it's all advertising. They're all advertiser reliant and that's why they have to censor everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what to make of this really. It's, uh, you're saying you think it could be some kind of like, like deep state punishment, like they're yeah, like I mean, uh, a nice website you got there. A shame if something would uh, would happen to it, right? That's <laughs> that's what I'm yeah. getting the vibe up here. Uh, I I mean I assume uh, that I, I'm sure there's like other players, like actual hacking groups and stuff. They're very proficient. They're very good at what they do, and if they wanted to, they can sabotage an awful lot of stuff. But at the same time, if you're up like against the 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 well the deep state or even just a guy just straight up government, you know what I mean? They're gonna have tools where they probably will be able to like screw you over if they want to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind of curious what what is in there. Like, is it anything anybody would even care about? Does it does it kind of say like like do you, does it have your at like your addresses? And even if it did, like 
I don't know, like having the address of 200 million people, like I, like, I guess email address, you could send them spam email. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just kind of curious, what is the actual data and is, is there any value or is there any, is this like, is there anything to care about at all? Yeah. Uh, I'm skimming through a little bit more here, but you, you could be right because a lot of this, I think, is about creating the perception that it's unsafe as well. You know what I mean? It could be like a media right. event, like a gay op, like, oh, you're not, it's not safe anymore. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Uh, it doesn't really say early on here. Uh, yeah, they say it's been easy to um, to miss amidst the flood of other scandals and controversies. The short version of the latest drama is this. Data stolen from Twitter more than a year ago okay, found its way onto a major dark web marketplace this week. The asking price to crypto equivalent of $2. In other words, it's basically being given away for free. The hacker uh, who posted the data... A user who goes by the moniker Stay Mad shared the data on the market uh, breached where anyone can now purchase and pursue it. The cash is estimated to cover at least 235 million people's information. I guess they don't. What information was compromised? Here we go. Um, yes, email addresses and or phone numbers, uh, the credentials that the user used to set up their accounts, this information has been paired with details publicly scraped from users' profiles, thus allowing the cyber criminals to create more complete data mm. dossiers on potential victims. Okay, interesting. Okay. Sounds like kind of a, a nothing burger, to be honest. It's not even the passwords. Uh, you know, I just, I hate journalists so much. I know. I, I, I'll, I'll say this. I, I would say that stay mad. I would bet $10 that's like some transgender former Twitter employee <laughs> who, mad, who's, yeah. <laughs> who yeah, stole the data. And, and you know, what you said about the, the Twitter files, though, the fact that the mainstream media has been like running defense. Oh, yeah. Or like saying, oh, this is the, the you want a nothing burger. The Twitter files is the, the fact that the government is censoring people. That's the nothing burger. L look at this leaked data. You know, this is the real story. <laughs> this is the real scandal. Give me a break. I know. I, exactly. Now, I mean, e Elon has all the right enemies, kind of just like Trump did. And I, but I just don't trust Elon fully. You know, I mean, it's too early to tell. We'll see what happens. But I mean, if there's, I've said this before, but if there's one thing alone that came out as a very positive thing of him buying Twitter, it's them basically starting to finally control child pornography on the platform. And ironically, all the leftists or all the blue check pedos that now, you know, fall, we're going to flee Twitter or whatever, they're going to Mastodon, which apparently is uh, basically been described as a uh, pedo paradise because <laughs> you can't, you can't see like all these different uh, instances that that you can create within the African Fediverse. So I haven't read up, up on it too much, but apparently you can like create and share content, but you can like hide the major uh, platforms. So this is like something that apparently it spreads among like pedo networks and shit like that. So anyway, from one point is they jump from one pedo platform over to another. A <laughs> big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff. Uh, let me read these two here. Uh, Hawthorne 55 says, <clears throat> Mom, can I borrow one of your dresses? All the other boys at school are wearing them now. There you go. Thank you. Hexagonstead. Uh, <laughs> How does he still have a YouTube channel? Well, I guess he's, he's more careful than we were, I guess. We were, I'm really uh, careful these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do have, I just got a strike the other uh, day, but it was a stupid, like, spam, deceptive policies bullshit. Oh, man. Yeah, we have a burner YouTube, uh, Gothic Boar, but I don't expect it to stay very, very long. It's always it's always fun to uh, to trickle around with that. All right, uh, check out this story. This is uh, uh, exemplary. We've had some of these uh, uh, transracial, I guess, people that uh, they flip flop. They go from one to another. Rachel Dolezal was one, kind of one of the first cases, right? Obviously, we have. Uh, 
um, Elizabeth uh, Warren, right, who did the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm a Cherokee or whatever it was. Uh, in that vein, uh, race fakers two-year transformation from a white woman to an indigenous two-spirit pretendian. Uh, that's clever, Dale Mail, very clever. Uh, yeah. Who made <laughs> who made peers suspicious with her tanning booth complexion and resold real native crafts from Etsy. <laughs> Kay oh Leclerc gosh. identified themselves. Thank you for that, uh, Dale Mail, on Facebook as a white woman in July 2017. But by 2019, they publicly identified as Native American Two Spirit, <laughs> a term to describe mentally ill people. I'm sorry. Uh, yes. <laughs> Leclerc went on to found a queer indigenous artist collective and resold real Native American crafts she bought on Etsy. (laughs) That's funny. They are now being accused of being a pretendian, a term natives used for people who pretend to have indigenous lineage. You know know what? I think the saddest part of these stories that are never addressed, you know, beyond like, oh, white white woman bad kind of thing, is just like... Why is it that she is so uncomfortable with her own actual identity that it has, she has to go in and flee into someone else's, right? Is that, Why do they never ask that question? Well, of course, and, and all the best. I mean, this the, the pretendian phenomenon is more common than you might think. There's oh, yeah. been a, like a oh, yeah. solid dozen of these. It's always women for some reason. It's, <laughs> it's never men, but it's, it's fairly common. I've been meaning to do a video about it, uh, actually, because there's so many of these stories out there now. And, you know, they get benefits they get positions uh special like uh um appointments and and so forth that they're they're put in front of line for because they have that minority privilege and by the way the the two-spirit thing also i've been meaning to do a video because that's bullshit too that's a term that was invented in 1990 and it's just been it's a total retconning of history like a lot of native american tribes didn't have that kind of stuff that it, it comes from like a kind of a derogatory term that the anthropologists originally used, which was like a, a French term. I think it was like bardoche or something, but it basically meant rent boy. So, so they had a word for like a gay Indian that was like a derogatory term uh-huh. and they've totally like changed the history to be like, Oh, this was something that was always honored in in, in native American culture. So. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. It's a rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as all, uh, all these crazy mental illnesses are right. Um, yeah, I'm looking for one. I can't find it now, but there's a perfect clip that, uh, from a while ago that, uh, it was like some, you know how they kind of, they make some of those promo videos like it's an advertisement for the lifestyle. It was like a native, you know, queer person who was like doing their art and stuff. And it's like, it's like, you know, pr- very professionally done and stuff. And it's like you realize they're they're selling people out there like this whole lifestyle around this. And they, they're like, sell, come to the LGBTQ cult because like you'll feel finally that you belong. You know, you, you don't have to mm-hmm. struggle with, with your white guilt anymore. Come to us, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Robothink uh, of our enterprise says, I watched a 2022 Norwegian movie called Troll. It had no gay characters and didn't shit all over white people. How did it slip through? I actually, I saw that not too long ago as well. I enjoyed it. It was a little, Norway is interesting because, you know, they have such a big, uh, uh, they have so much money now. They have like the world's largest sovereign wealth fund. So they do like a lot of movies now where they actually incorporate Norwegian tourist uh you know destinations and like even mythology that's why they've actually done like some viking things and shit like that which is like you know i'll take it it's good right uh, but yeah. they're actually doing that 
kind of it's in the same vein that like why Saudi Arabia is building like uh, the line. Have you heard of that? That the city in the desert and shit like that. They're like they need to do tourist attraction because once they're everyone's off of big oil, if ever that happens, but that's the plan, right? They basically won't have any other revenue stream. Norway gets so much oil money. Uh, so they like have to, let, let's do some uh, tourist stuff and actually so out of that the Norwegian government funds like big budget movies and so, although some of them are like very packaged and it's very like just Hollywood it's ripped off of like the Hollywood formula which yeah. sucks obviously I wish they did their own thing kind of corny yeah, yeah exactly and and troll had a little bit of that you know what I mean the music and kind of the the action and stuff versus an actually you know if that's the term authentic Scandinavian movie would be more like probably a little bit darker and more subdued and you know what I mean like a little differently but it was actually not a bad movie I, I recommend it there were some great scenes in there uh, I think one of the, the trolls actually visited like a Viking Norse style theme park that actually exists in Norway that they built over the last few years and he trashes the whole place, but uh, there's some good scenes. <laughs> some good scenes. Uh, I'll check it out. I saw it on Netflix, but I, I and I was kind of like, should I watch this? And then I, I yeah. went with something else. But I'll, I'll give it a check. Uh, well, hey, real quick, while we're on movies, what did you think about the Northman? I'm sure you've talked about that. Yeah, but. it's funny. Someone asked me again yesterday. Obviously, we covered it at the time, and it was out and stuff like that. And I thought it, it could have been, it could have been way worse, to be honest. It's always interesting when uh, these things are bankrolled, but I, I do believe that the director, uh, again, Egg Egbert, I forget what his name, but something like that, Egg Egg something. Yeah. Um, he actually seemed genuinely interested in it. He, he had like actually visited uh, Iceland. Uh, he had read a lot of the poetic Eddas and and uh, the Norse sagas and stuff like that, and he started cooperating with a person that was you know more into the spiritual side of it. And they actually managed to incorporate that, but then there's again some of these moments in there where like. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård just stands around and just like <laughs> like that and it's like kind of overkill and too much. They love to show them it's like violent brutes all the time when actually a lot of the Viking uh, you know culture at the time was focused on trading. It was raiding obviously but it was like a lot of it was trade and uh, uh, you know visiting other uh, places and trading and stuff like that. Uh, but overall like I don't know I mean I was posit positively surprised to be honest and, and they even incorporated like a lot of the kind of the spiritual elements. Uh, which I thought was cool. And then the, the fact that it's based on uh, what turned into Hamlet by Shakespeare later on uh, is just uh, even even more interesting, to be honest. Yeah, so well, it was kind of a weird movie. When I watched it, I was like, what is this? And I, mm -hmm. I turned it off after like 20 minutes. I was like, this is weird. It's not what I was really? expecting, yeah. you know? But then, then somebody told me like, oh, this is, it's like a, it's a Shakespearean tragedy. You have yeah. to like, you have to be in the right mindset. It's very sort of theatrical, dramatic. Yeah. I went back and watched it again, and I watched, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I didn't mind it. Uh, I, I think yeah. um, I forget the studio that produced it or something like that. You have this dual thing where, like, you're always suspicious, like, okay, why are they pushing this now and stuff? But then at the same time, you have this other thing that if something does become popular, like the Viking TV show did, then of course Hollywood right. wants like we want to get make shekels on this, so let's make yeah, <laughs> a bunch yeah, of movies yeah. like this. And the fact yeah, if yeah. they have if they happen to get a guy that's seeking some level of of authenticity with it, I guess it's just a plus at the end of the day, you know. But uh, no, I, I liked it I, at first. I thought it was like very kind of small in the scope over the fact that it was basically just like a a family drama. You know what I mean? That's basically what it was. It just happened that it was on like raids in in like the Baltic and in, down in Russia, you know, stuff like that too. Um, but uh, no reading up more about the movie. I was like, hey, yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> it could definitely have been worse. All right, cool. Uh, let me see here. What else do we have? Oh, well, we have the native. I guess, yeah, that's, that's enough of that. Let's play some clips. <clears throat> here we go. 
the reason why Atlanta traffic is so bad because of moacisms. Let's uh, let's listen. Why Atlanta traffic is so bad is because of racism. Children, say it with me. Racism. Yes. True. All right. So here's the deal. If you've ever seen a picture of Atlanta, you'll know that 75, 85, and 400, there's these four major interstates on the top end of Atlanta that all converge together and go straight down through the middle of Atlanta. And if you were, had any sense in you, would be like, why the fuck would anybody build it like that? The reason is because of racism. All right. So Of course, it makes total sense. So 400 was actually supposed to connect with 675 on the south. And it didn't because it was going to cut through Morningside and Virginia. And those are very predominantly white areas, very affluent areas with a lot of power. And they were like, nope, shut it down, build it through the middle. And uh, you might also notice that uh, 75 and 85, again, they converge. Why would anybody do that? Same thing. 75, 85 were supposed to be split. They said, nope, put it down through the middle. I know exactly where to put it. I'm going to put it in Sweet Auburn. And you might be asking, what is Sweet Auburn? Sweet Auburn is where Martin Luther King and his father used to oh, have their gosh. church, Ebenezer. And you can still go there today and check it out. It's gorgeous and beautiful, and but it's not like what it was supposed to be. And it's not like what it was because this was the epicenter of black power in the city and they destroyed it, destroyed it. All of the black owned businesses, everything gone, destroyed it. So then you can also take a look at uh, okay. 20, which runs uh, east to west. It's, it's fascinating where they like they go into like street plan designs of. I'd say this: if there was no white people, Atlanta wouldn't even exist. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> it's like how is it racist? I, I remember yeah. reading about Buckhead. I, I guess I want to have your comments on that too. But uh, Buckhead. I guess it's in Atlanta. They're trying to like do their own thing and disconnect and become their own city because the, the crime is just so out of control. I guess that's uh, white people's fault uh, as well. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Well, racism. No racism. Crime, you know? Oh, my yeah. God. A COVID crime wave is one of the reasons these white residents, that's what they should have said. I've seen uh, CNN pieces about Bucket and they always attack them for it. No, it's incredible how like every everything can be pulled through the lens of of. Uh, the anti-whiteness, uh, the the uh, the religion of our age. It, it's quite incredible. Yeah, I've heard this idea that city planning is racist before. I've even seen some, you know, some peer-reviewed papers that have been done <laughs> on the topic. I mean, you can kind of, you know, if you do enough mental gymnastics, you can argue anything. There's never a lot of really like proof or evidence, right? There's it's never the investigative journalism of like like here's the recording of the city planner saying we don't we don't want those n words using our roads or whatever, and and I, same watching this video, I've just there's there's always like a startling lack of of uh, detail and evidence presented. I mean, she she starts talking about how they destroyed the businesses, and she's like, they destroyed how? the who? What does that mean? Yeah. What do you mean they destroyed them? What are you talking about? Can we, what are you even saying? I don't know what I'm supposed to make of that because you're not saying. You're just like you're just saying it may as well be like a mythology that you're telling me. You know. Well, there's, there's but I mean, that, I guess that's true from their perspective because it's like, well, it's not true. But I'm saying like, you know, it was it was really in my mind kind of true that it's like they. Um, the whole mythology is built on this, like, you know, and, and just an ever-present white supremacy that just dictates and controls everything. So whatever happens in the world, you can always kind of uh, kind of blame. It's funny, though, because 
Isn't that what they claim, like, conspiracy theorists and stuff like that do? They're like, oh, they try to simplify the world, and they try to just blame someone for their problems. Well, here you go. <laughs> this, is, this is it, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I think we have another. I actually haven't seen this one yet, but I think it, this got to be, uh, be a good one. Uh, when brown girls uh, like this talk about straight white men having so much power, they're actually just talking about the power they sense emanating from our mere physical presence. Let's play this. Tired of straight white men having the power in everything, you know? And it's like, we as women of color, as like students at this university, like we're very much capable of certain things and we don't have the same privileges that are offered to straight white men. And I've been hearing that from a lot of the ladies that I've been talking to today. Talk to me about what some of those privileges are that, you know, straight white men have that you don't have. Talk to me about that. Um, I think, I mean, I don't really know. Have you ever experienced like a specific... Yeah. I, also need to go. I know I, I do need to go I'm sorry <laughs> there you go wow yeah, I have seen that one but it's it's funny every That's time great. like I gotta go and Savannah the reporter yeah is great. yeah she does some good stuff like that catches these people right yeah what put your finger on it well again that's why that's why it turned into microaggressions right because they can't find any macroaggressions right they can't they have to Oh, well, 200 years ago. And it was like, well, what about the racial crime statistics today? Can we talk about that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and I like mean, that. we can point to privileges that minorities have. We were just oh, talking yeah. about this with the pretendian story. You know, there's the affirmative action policies that are are actually like written down on paper, enshrined in policy. Uh, that They're easy to point to, but the other way around, it's a lot harder. Yeah. And that's why you see white people pretending to be other races more than vice versa. Exactly. Person. That's just you're absolutely right. And people and as go you where say, the privilege is. Absolutely, absolutely. And no, you know, part of it is, of course, that as I said before, that the, I mean, our everything's just steeped in this like white guilt and hatred of like white people, white culture, and it's the one thing you can openly attack no one there's no groups defending you know white people standing up for us. We don't have an ADL or you know things like this. But anyway. You also mentioned like there, there's been a number of other those stories of, of people like that. I'd say also the more so it's the people that don't become the news story that like, oh, oh well, I'm a quarter native myself. You know what I mean? Like my, mm -hmm. my mom told me we, you know, that kind of stuff is always there. That like somehow yeah, all the non-bind, like a lot of that LGBTQ stuff is the same thing, right? It's just, it's see, that's my, yeah. that's my opinion anyways, is people just trying to distance themselves from their identities. It's white people fleeing from from their whiteness, right? Yeah, yes, because that's yes. that, absolutely that's what they've been told uh, to do. Uh, here's another one. Here, this is kind of funny. Uh, I, I just <laughs> come meet a black person, <laughs> anti-racism person. It's funny how it's like this is some CRT meeting or something like that. <laughs> Race Marxism. CRT is a cult and a grift. Of course, they're saying some people have true knowledge, anti-racism, that is inaccessible to people outside of the group. Uh, and one has to pay for the privilege, privileges to join their cult, uh, a race Gnostic Ponzi scheme. But it's also this like, we found an articulate black person and yeah, he's wearing a suit. <laughs> <laughs> come here, we're going to destroy stereotypes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a museum exhibit, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is like, I, I've heard stories of like how, the, oh, the racist Danes in the, uh, you know, I don't know, 1930 or something went down 
downtown in Copenhagen to to see the the Negro, to see the black person that was there visiting. You know what I mean? And we hear this all. Oh my God, they're so racist. These people. They just because they wanted to, you know, see right. Oh, this is something different. You know, kind of cool. But now, like, they're doing all those things themselves. Where like. They, they put glass barriers around something and look look at uh, look at their genuine culture and look at how uh, creative they are. <laughs> I mean, it's like an exhibit. It's, it's like they're visiting a museum, these people. Yeah, and this, people pay money for this. Huh? I see there's a refund policy. Yep. <laughs> Zero to $200 for tickets. $200, meet a black person. Jeez. <laughs> wow. What, what, what about the top tier uh, price entails there? Uh, Come interact with these people you want nothing to do with in your everyday life, but virtue signal about in a controlled environment. Uh, it's like pretending a, a petting zoo. Yeah, exactly. Can't say the Z word in this context for adult whites with serious white guilt issues. That's just it. Got to got to deal with your white guilt. <laughs> and I think the other one here too. I think you linked up this one up actually. Uh, no, not this one. Where did it go here? The uh, the white people. Okay, that's the wrong link. The White People uh, Award. Did you? Oh yeah, did you have that one? this was astonishing. Somebody sent me this, and I just started skimming through it, and I couldn't believe how like virulently like hateful this oh, yeah. article was, and it was published on Yahoo. I, I I don't know how Yahoo works. I don't know if there's any human beings looking <laughs> at this stuff before it gets syndicated over or what. But wow, this was really like a. Wow, this article is bad. Yes, Michael Harriet, right uh, from the Gri the Grio. You can kind of see the little logo, right? They, I guess Yahoo News just kind of syndicates, like from some of these other sources or whatever. Yes, yeah, but still, like that, I mean, it's yeah. still on Yahoo. It's still their responsibility. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, again, I mean, it's you know, cringe and it's been down obviously, but like. Imagine someone writing a piece about, you know, blacks or Jews like this. And it, like, would, it would know, be gone. Yeah, no, it would, it would never, never last this long. No, definitely not. Um, 2020, let me read it a little bit here, guys, so you can get a, uh, an idea here. Uh, 2020 was a banner year for whiteness. Here are our choices for the standouts who earned well-deserved accolades for their achieved achievements in white peepooing. Five years ago, the National Organization of Tireless American Liars and Low Lives Working Around to Preserve Inequity, Prejudice, and Oppression, uh, Not All White People, oh, get, I see what you did there, very clever, embarked yeah. upon a mission to honor the notable achievements of America's uh, underwash-clothed community, despite rewarding the melanin-impaired community with a disproportionate number of Grammys, Tonys, Oscars, and Emmys. Oh, so it's not good enough then, right? Uh, political access... Um, Political access, judicial appointments, financial wealth, education opportunity, and social capital since the day they began their quest to steal an entire continent. The world tends to ignore the most crucial aspect of Caucasian contributions. Wipe-pooing, wipe I guess you pronounce that. But it's like, wait, wait a minute. Uh, I, again, I, what is the benefit of being a, a, especially a white male today? What is the benefit? There's a, it's literally the one group that you can dismiss. It's the one that says, you have to go. We have to have less of you on the corporate board. We have to have less of you in the workforce. We have to uh, less admissions of, of white people, right? I mean, it's like no other group is, is um, uh, under the thumb like this. What is white, white pooping? <laughs> I can't even pronounce white pooping. Is calling oneself a patriot while waving a Confederate flag. 
Oh, white no. peopling is whining about widespread voter fraud. Yeah, just whining. They just stole a few elections, but you know, let's. Yeah, we're just whining about it. While rubber stamping gerrymandering voter suppression. That's just a big bullshit charade. All that that, that they claim and felon disenfranchisement. Yes, didn't do nothing for no reason whatsoever. People are in jail. White peepooing is screaming about freedom of speech while outlawing critical race theory. And if yeah, that's right. We have to. We have to have access to your kids and telling and and force them to and indoctrinate them really um, into believing like how bad they are. Right? That's that's basically CRT in a nutshell. It's to it's to single out one race and saying you're the problem here. <laughs> and if we and if someone denies your ability to to have them feel guilt about their race, well, that's oh my God, they're they're trampling on my free speech. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anyway, congratulations, you're white pooping. At the end of the, every year, we gather a diverse panel of white peepoologists to nominate <laughs> the worst and whitest in politics, news, entertainment, and overall caucasity. Our slate of electors includes black people, African Americans, people who can't shop in Victoria's Secret's nude section. Oh my God. And women who use edge control. I, I don't even know what that is. Um, as we always pointed out, anyway. Worst new white people. And of course, first out the gate, Sam Bankman Fried. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh my Honorary. God. All right. I'm not sure about this one. Oh, God. She. And then, of course, we have uh, Carrie Lake, uh, George Santos, which is funny, which is another guy who claimed he was Jewish, right? He turned out not to be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maggie Haberman. Anyway, th this Ashley Babbitt is the winner. Which is like, what? This is very, uh, well, wicked, I guess, evil. <laughs> Although yeah. the 36-year-old was killed in the 2021 Caucasian coup. Oh, my God. Babbitt became a martyr of the white riot and looting movement of 2022. Excuse me, what happened in 2020 with the George Floyd, uh, you know, freakouts and the chimpouts? Like, can we... Do you remember the damages? It was like uh, the the largest insurance racket in American history, I think, or something like that. I forget how many billions uh, it was involved. Oh, my God. All it right. It just goes on and on yeah, and on. Too. It, it, exactly. Yeah. Long damn piece. It's basically they're shitting on every white person and some Jews, I guess, then, uh, as they as they want to. The GOP, Moms for Liberty. That's right. They, yeah, check this one out. This group of white moms took over school boards to prevent schools from promoting agendas like CRT, global warming, and anti-racism. After all, since when were white people required to learn about history, science, or uh, equality? Um, I'm sorry. These are people that gr are grooming kids now, and they're starting to teach them about like the most perverted sexual stuff at like <clears throat> the fourth grade. And so finally, <laughs> finally, you have like conservatives actually rallying around something and saying we probably should push this back, or, or soon enough they're going to be diddling the kids here. You know? Yeah, and, and those groups are fairly diverse too. Not not like I'm trying to like say like they need to be or right, anything right. like that, but just just factually, as somebody who watched a whole bunch of those school board meetings and clips. I saw people from like all walks who are against that stuff. Exactly. Yep. No. Yeah. Anyway, we don't have to go through the rest. But yeah, it's a damn uh, uh, disgusting piece. And it goes after everything. But yeah, it's just, it just goes on and on. Here's the uh, here's the winner here right at the end. Uh, white people, I guess. Michael Harris. Harriet is a writer, cultural critic and a champion level spades player. Uh, his book, Black as Fuck History. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
the unwhitewashed story of America will be released in 2023. <laughs> All right. Oof, looking forward to that. <sighs> All right. Well, speaking about uh, enrichment, you have, uh, you know, the pro progress, <clears throat> you can't stop progress. Uh, and and the in enrichment will never end. Uh, this is about one minute and five seconds of uh, pure uh, enrichment and diversity here. Check this out. Hey, we're going to police that. I saw this one, yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> there it is. Nice. Pure, pure diversity, folks. <clears throat> Imagine being that cop right there. Oh my God! Yeah, why in the world? Why in the world would uh, people in Buckhead want to try to uh, create their own <laughs> city, their own town? Oh my God! Oh boy, um, this is a, a, a old classic here, but we could play a few minutes from it. It was a, you probably saw it uh, if you keep up with this stuff. There was a recent um, Disneyland or Disney World fight that uh, kind of resurfaced again. I think it was back from July. The one we're going to look at is from uh, even earlier. I think it might be even from last year or the year before. Uh, but Disney released all these uh, press releases and articles and stuff. Were basically like you have to, we have to love each other and help out. <laughs> Did you see those? Uh, yeah, it's it's really funny. They they said something like "be the magic you want to see" right. or some, yeah. some cheesy thing like that, which was really funny because uh, Scott Greer. I don't know if you know him. He's yeah. uh, he's on Twitter. He 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 likes to say "magic Americans." That's like his euphemism for black people. And it, he has this whole thing about, oh, the magic Americans. And so it's, <laughs> it's just kind of a funny coincidence that they would use that that exact uh, terminology. That is funny. Yep. The magic. We get, we're the reimagining. Remember when they removed all the white people um, out of their movies? Check out this right, little uh, yeah. clip here. Welcome to Disneyland, folks. And the context here is for uh, for so. Oh, she <laughs> slapped the woman. Uh, two families are fighting here, I guess. Yeah. He's like swinging for the guy, and then he just hits the woman right in the face. That's <laughs> oh my god. Chivalry, folks. That's what it's called. <clears throat> it's magic. That's what it is. He's he just went and grabbed the woman there <laughs> intentionally in front of all these people in front of all the children. He's just going to beat a woman. And I think yeah, I think at some point the the whole stroller and stuff like falls over and like it's a big mess. Oh my god, this and this goes for like a long time. This is like Disneyland. I think 2021. I think it is. Yeah, I remember this one. Yeah. yeah. Get up, come on, man! You see what's going on, man? Listen, here. 
You got what you want. Let's go, You got what you want. I don't. I don't think it's over uh, yet, but uh, it does continue, and then it's like again the the fight just never ends. Yeah, here we go. Look at check this portion out here. Oh my god, he's beating a different woman now. Yeah, <laughs> this yep. guy in the red shirt has issues. I mean, and we laugh about it because we have to make fun of it because it's the only way to stay sane. It's the only way to process but, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, imagine, you know, people go to Disneyland, they take their kids. It's like a once in a lifetime thing that you spend all year saving for. And yep. you go there and you got to see this shit. Have your kids <laughs> get traumatized. Like, it's not funny you know i mean i'm laughing but it's not yeah no of course it, it's it's like the signs of like civilizational decay and and like lost of a loss of something which like <laughs> we might never get back at least not in the current configuration if this shit continues you know yeah and it's not like you could never find a video of a white person acting like a retard in public obviously you're gonna find incidents of that but it's not it's not at the same race. It's not even remotely close. I mean, I I've, I look at these clips every week, and it's yeah. just it's constant. It's constantly oh, yeah. black people. Yep, chimping out, and you know? we are not allowed to notice that, and we're not allowed to talk about it. We're not allowed to question like, well, is this is this how we want to live? And then for and then for some for some reason, if we then say, well, this I don't want my kids to grow up like this, and then you go, you know, like I'll move or whatever, you know what I mean? Then that's racism. You st you 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 uh, moving is racism. Is racism. You staying is racism. Yeah. You try to talk about it as racism. You ignoring the problem. Whatever you do, you can never win. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what and that's where they want you too. They want you like desperate to just follow orders. You know what I mean? Just listen to what we tell you to do. Yeah, walking on eggshells, scared, paranoid, looking over your shoulder. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, let me see this one. You shared one. Let me see where that one went. Yeah, I shared one today. The guy, try, he's trying to get a payday loan or something. That one's pretty good. I don't know if that's the one you're talking about. But. Let's see. Let's play this one first. And then, yeah, I'll, it was, if it's a recent one, I'll pull it up on your Twitter here. But this one here. Uh, ah, yes. What's, uh, what's going on with women, right? Uh, what, what, <laughs> yeah, you know, the show I did yesterday, I talked about this. I sh shared a lot of women are sharing like, maybe this has been a trend for a long time, but like the, the people I follow on Twitter started to post a lot about this recently. But like all the body count stuff and like mm -hmm. the, the, them breaking down everything of like, you, you see the story about the woman talking about how many times she's showered versus having sex and shit <laughs> like this yes, is like disgusting, yes, gross yeah. stuff. And other body counts were just like hundreds and hundreds of men. And it's seen as some like, you know, uh, like, tr you know, trophy hunting essentially, which is just like, what the hell happened to these girls? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Gross. Here's the clip. Check this out. Whole time I was seeing him, I was kind of just using it as a psychology experiment, and I didn't really, I didn't really like the guy. I more just wanted to see if I could break his heart, and <laughs> it was fun. So did you break his heart then? Just a wee bit. I hope I did a little damage. Wow. Okay. Why do you hope that you did a little damage? Just I like humbling men. You like humbling men. Yeah. 
your pastime is humbling men. You do work at the Spearmint Rhino, so at a strip club. So, do you humble men there? <laughs> no, I take their money. There you go. Full time, I was. Yep, him. wonderful. Isn't that wonderful? We're in such a great era right now, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. There's there's just no standards. There's no decency. There's no dignity anymore. You know, all this stuff has been thrown out the window, and and people think it doesn't matter, but it it does. It does matter. The more mor morality is real. You know what I mean? And you, you ignore it at your own peril. Yeah, they're trying to act like none of this has any consequences, right? It's just like the ultimate narcissistic, jaded, like, and, and I mean, how old can she be? 20, maybe? 21 yeah, yeah. max, you know what I mean? Already, like, d done it all, you know what I mean? And now it's just, like, about squeezing out as much as he can, she can. Well, I didn't see this video, but I saw the screenshot going around. I got I to gotta check out the full video. But uh, I, I'm sure I'm sure it's mostly correct. The stats here: forty-five percent of women will be single and childless by 2030. Uh, did you see the? Did you happen to see the original video where they uh, actually talk about it in more detail? No, I haven't seen the video. No. Uh, this is crazy stuff, right? All the white women, specifically, that's on like antidepressants. Oh, here's the body count uh, picture that I talked about too. Yeah, I saw this. My one too. God, yeah. it's just like what the hell. The, the number that has been done on these women and like modernity just like as a as a encapsulating word of of everything that's going on right now have just like fully destroyed some of these women i i don't even know if they can come back you know what i mean you just have to like leave them behind <laughs> yeah some of, some of these women are lost causes you just gotta learn the signs so you can avoid them yeah and not get sucked into their orbit yourself it's yeah absolutely crazy um Here's another one. Check this one out. Uh, <clears throat> breastfeeding uh, apparently makes your child a rapist now. If you breastfeed your sons, you are training them to be rapists when they grow up. <laughs> You're basically teaching them uh, that they can touch a woman's body whenever they want. I'm not sure if this is a parody account, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I'd like to think that one's <laughs> probably satire. It you could know? be, but you never know. <laughs> if you oppose rap, rape, stop a breastfeeding boys. There you go. Sometimes it's the point is we are at a time when it's actually very hard to tell what is satire and what is not. Well, and definitely somebody out there unironically really thinks that, you know, but I mean, it's obviously retarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can find, uh, was it the latest one you had up or one of the latest? Uh, it's pretty recent. Yeah, if you if you go, it's, it's got to be in like the top 10 tweets or so. Keep going. Okay, let me know when you see I'll it. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you when to stop. Keep okay. going. Yep. Right here, right, 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 That one? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try that one. No! I want my money! If I get money, nobody's getting your money! What the fuck? I've been out here with all this whole fucking flow, this whole fucking shit! Ain't nobody getting their fucking money! Here comes the security guard to sort this issue out. Watch this. Ain't nobody getting their fucking money! Oh my god. Fucking <laughs> doing Kurt Cobain like that, dude. <laughs> there it is. Yes! Put the fucking, put a fake goddamn fucking X zero to something! Let's leave, sir. Fucking give a goddamn money! Sir, let's I've been doing this shit all day! Do you want me to call you? I don't fucking care! Let's You're a white boy! Let's leave. Goddamn, nobody fucking cares about 
you, I know why you want me. Let's leave. And I'm good looking too. Let's leave. I fucking hate you. I hate all of you fucking white people. Why would they send me an ID with no? Why? I'm not sure. Why? I can't do that. I can't. I'm one man. I'm one man. What the fuck did you get? No money for nobody. If I can't get shit, can nobody get shit? What kind of bullshit is that, bro? Yeah, I love how like no one no one knows or can act or they refuse to. I think maybe on some level too they know that if they do get in some kind of altercation, they will be the one that's like on the front pages and uh, oh, yeah. know, the is magazine covers. Is it worth covers. the risk? Is it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Is it worse? I mean, I, I as as weak and and pathetic as it is to see that white guy right there, the security guard. I, sir, please leave. <laughs> why why should he sir, risk? Sir, please leave. Please leave. <laughs> Why should he risk his life? You know what I mean for this. What is it? Walmart? I assume <laughs> yeah. is it Walmart? Oh yeah, my God. it's like not even necessarily his life. Like the guy has a gun, but just like you're gonna lose your job. You're gonna right. you might go to jail. You yeah. put your hands on. You know what yeah. I mean? He like, touched a black guy uh, who, yeah. who, for no reason, didn't do anything, and they just he was a, a racist attack by a security guard happened. Oh my God! Yeah, you gotta love the though. You're racist. I fucking hate all white people. You gotta, you gotta love that. Yeah, <laughs> two punch combo. <laughs> you know, eventually it's like, um, I mean, California, right? They have the what, what do they have now with the? Uh, you can basically go in and rob stores, like as long as it's under a certain value and stuff like that, right? Yeah, they're not allowed to stop them. I think. Yeah, they're not. They're not allowed to even security like. Even if you have like like security people need licenses, I believe. But yeah, they have laws where it's just like you you have to let them don't touch them. Yeah. And in Oakland, you have uh, non-white uh, help, right? BIPOC help for uh, basically a UBI program uh, that they're running there right now. So as long as you're not white and uh, and if you're poor, you know, I guess they consider all non-whites to be poor by default, so that you're you're all going to get you know free money essentially. California, I mean, I tell you, it's just, I mean, it's lost. <laughs> it's totally gone. It's a move just leave we need like a white strike in in california like okay if white people aren't wanted leave then and let's see what happens <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I mean? <laughs> oh man um oh this one <clears throat> and jumping back and forth here a little bit but uh, oh yeah i saw this <laughs> this is very bizarre it is Tom yeah. Hanks. sexy baby sexy baby you're such a sexy baby listen to this folks Sexy baby, you were such a sexy baby. I'm proud of you, proud of you. Yes, yes. Let's get a little more. Sexy baby, you were such a sexy baby. I'm proud of you, proud of you. Yes, yes. You, you know, there's a whole thing about Tom Hanks being oh, yeah. like on Epstein's island, yep. and and I remember some story about he went like got Greek citizenship or, right. or something like that. And yep. I at the time I was kind of like, come on, Tom Hanks, you got to come on. <laughs> that video is weird, man. That is a weird video. Yeah, Greek uh, citizenship, right? And then it was. It was all these other things too, like circumstantial, like like if you just pieced it all together, it looked awfully like suspicious. You know, I, yeah, I you people know, were saying, I know, Mel, I know, Melfi Buddha did. I don't know if you know him. He yeah. like was a, he did videos, but I never actually like watched them. So sometimes I'm scared to go down certain <laughs> rabbit holes because I just That's like I've got enough on my mind already. Know. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I saw I saw the one he did. I forget what they were titled, but it was just basically something with the the, the pedophile, you know, just the, 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 all the networks that exist and like exposing. I think it was mostly 
um, like known people and famous people. I could be wrong in that, but I think that's what, you know, he, he did a bunch of them, but, uh, yeah, I know he talked about Tom Hanks and one of them. Cause I remember seeing him on like the thumbnail and, uh, yeah, that, I'm sure those are still out there on bit shoot. Yeah, exactly. Know, he man. did get banned. I think after that, right. He, he got his yes, y- he did, channel yeah. yanked so that, uh, he did something right. <laughs> you know, oh my God. All right. Um, oh, well, speaking of, this is funny, a Chinese headline here or, or out of China, I guess. You know how the Asia overall, at least, have been very uh, hesitant to go down the path of the West, which is to not only you know replace their uh, population but open the borders and you know let everybody in and stuff like that. I can't uh, imagine why. Yeah, what what in the world? Uh, with with everything we've looked at so far, it looks like uh, we're on a good path here in the West. China has an irrational fear uh, of a quote black invasion unquote bringing drugs, crime, and interracial marriage. Now, what I've heard is that Chinese are <clears throat> very uh, ra- actually like very racist and ethnocentric, and like good for them. They don't want to make up for like uh, what they're going to lose now in population with immigration. Uh, so uh, we'll see. We'll see how they fare. I think. It's, Despite the fact that they've had this crazy like one child policy and demographically they're like in the toilet. I mean, it's like awful in China. Like they're never going to become as a, a superpower. They're never going to dominate. Wait like 10, 10 years, 15 years. It, it's it, they're not going to have the manpower to just keep the factory and the production going that they do now. Anyway, it's going to be interesting to see how they fare if, if they don't do immigration and compare that to the West, because I still think they'll do better than the West, uh, yeah. considering how we're flooding us with, uh, you know, with replacement migration right now. Yeah, I, I have a theory that the birth rates will go back up at a certain point. You know, it's, it's more just a gut feeling, kind of like, like, I just feel like, or that maybe there's like enough people and that's why birth rates are, have fallen because it, on, on some level, on some like vibrational level, people know when they need to to procreate. I can't really, I can't really explain it in a really articulate way. Just, I just don't worry about the birth rates. I say we don't need immigration and we just trust nature. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's- yeah, I, I know what you mean. It, it it will be a plateau, right? Apparently, will be what eight billion, I think, or we just passed that, right? Was it eight billion? I think it was eight. Um, yeah, and yeah. that could be. I mean, that could be highly inaccurate as well and stuff. But it, it's clear, you know. Obviously, I'm not one of these like. Uh, uh, you know, to hand over the reins to like the global elite of saying, yeah, please depopulate us. You know, obviously, obviously not. That's what I'm saying. But I think at some point there is going to be a problem with resources and and it is finite is we can't just, i mean at what point do we begin to have the discussion right 22 billion 100 billion you know what i mean at some point it's like all right it's probably too much we got we got to start thinking about this or nature is going to do the job for us and that's going to be such a brutal collapse uh, but i the point is i don't even think we're going to get there i think that's going you're going to see over the next couple of decades now most countries have an abysmal birth rate and it's probably for a reason, as you say. And at some point, you're going to reach a choke point. And what I'm hoping for is that you're going to have the people that are actually interested in preserving, uh, well, not only themselves by having kids, but like culture, their tradition, they're more nationalistic oriented, they're more pa- patriotic and so forth. Those are the type of people that will have children. And eventually, those are the ones that are going to become more and more and more. And you kind of have a, a kind of a self-alignment, I guess, of, of nature at that point. I mean, how do you mm-hmm. view that? Uh, well, that's the, that's the optimistic outlook, right? The other, 
other option is it turns into idiocracy where it's just the extremely low IQ people having babies who, who just uh, aren't capable of any kind of family planning or whatever. Uh, probably it'll be a mix of both of those things. So I think we're, I think we're in the idiocracy now, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're in that now. And hopefully it's like, by enough stupidity and by enough like uh, I mean it's kind of it, it's sad and it's unfortunate and, and a lot of these people are like you know from they're Europeans they're white people that are being subjected to all this propaganda and their kids are now you know giving uh, uh, taking um, hormone you know t puberty blockers they're they're surgically uh, you know mutilating their bodies and all these horrible things right uh, and and as horrible as that is and of course it needs to be exposed and all that stuff but in a way it's like I guess they're just those who are susceptible to that propaganda are kind of just like being swept away. They're being they're being cleared off the, the slate, so to speak. Uh, and at some point, I think you're just going to have not not hundred percent, but you're going to have a, a, a large group of people that are like have some sensibilities about them that continue to reproduce. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. It's too early to well, tell. <laughs> definitely, if you're here watching Red Ice, you need to be making babies. Yes. Get your shit together. Get yes. your finances, your family intact, and and do what he's saying. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You're totally right. Uh, that's what we push all the time. Have more kids. Have more kids. And if you can't. Encourage other people around you to have it. Normalize having that discussion. Talk with your kids. Talk with your grandkids. Talk with your cousins. Talk with your friends. Talk with your neighbors. Talk everybody around you. Just like more kids. We need more kids. Uh, and it, you know, I was fearing like overpopulation for a long time, and I think that's was correct. But now I think we're going to see a, a a fall and a decline. And I think those uh, that do have a lot of kids will fare uh, better <laughs> than those who are not. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, the other one, you you uh, alerted me to this, and I didn't actually cover it yet. But we had the, uh, what is it, the American football uh, player here. Uh, yet again, another sports uh, ball person that collapsed. Um, was it a tackle that we get? Do you know the backstory here to this a little bit? Yeah, I actually saw this live. I'm not really like a sports ball guy, uh, but my dad was and my father-in-law is. And we live like on the same property. My wife and I live with her parents, not in the same house, but we have like a separate place on the property. And we were I went over there for dinner and my father-in-law was watching the game and the atmosphere was... So, so what happened was he... he uh, did a tackle, but he kind of put himself in front of the guy and the guy like hit him in the chest. He fell down, he got up and he like, looked like he was walking off and then he collapsed. And it was very, very somber atmosphere. I actually got in trouble because I tweeted, uh, an NFL player apparently just died suddenly on the field and people were super mad at me because I was jumping the gun, which I, I was, I mean, I, I said apparently because I was reacting to the way everybody was like, like I've seen sports injuries before and I've never seen anything like this. And the announcer said he had never seen anything like this. They, they performed nine minutes of CPR on the guy Jeez. before the ambulance came and took him away. Now he's still alive. He's still in critical condition. And they say that he is improving uh, so, so, I mean, that's good. I, obviously, like, he's had millions of people praying for him, so I, I like to think that helps. But, um, you know, at the time, too, my mother-in-law, she said to me, she's like, like, do you think it's the vaccine? She almost kind of whispered it. We're in our house. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was. I thought it was well, funny at the time. Uh, like, Alexa's listening. 
So, you know, got to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you think it's do you think it's the, it's the vaccine, right? Kind of thing and it's very funny how you're not allowed to talk about this. You know, I, I sent you the story because Ch- Charlie Kirk he tweets out um something that we all know, which is he says, "Well, we keep seeing athletes collapse." Yeah. You know, and and everybody has seen this. Like if you weren't born yesterday, you know something's going on. Oh yeah. If, oh yeah. Like the things have been strange over the last year or two and everybody knows this and Charlie. So Charlie Kirk just says this and they, they, they say, what a weird conspiracy theory. We're like, why are you bringing up the vaccine? <laughs> and it's and funny didn't. because you don't even have to mention the no, vaccine. There's the tweet, right? Yeah, yeah. This is tragic and all too familiar sight right now. Athletes dropping suddenly, not even like dying suddenly, just dro- <laughs> Yeah, just dropping. And, and you don't even have to mention the vaccine and people are like, why are you? Oh, so you think, you know, and I, I've seen this too, because like th- we see these clips of people fainting, dropping, passing out, collapsing all oh, over yeah. the place. I'll post a clip to my Twitter and people be in the replies being like, they said on ESPN he was that guy was dehydrated. Not everything's <laughs> about the vaccine, you know. It's like well, I didn't even say anything. I just showed the clip. Like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. There's a couple of examples. Let me remind you guys. We play this in the uh, end of the end of the year one, but check this one out. This one is actually pretty creepy. In German t- on German TV, and I, I didn't. <laughs> Coincidentally, can't talk here today. Uh, they're also talking about like anti vaxxers, <laughs> vaccine skeptics, skeptics. Look at this. Look at the eyeball there. Ooh. Yeah, I remember this one. This was uh, this was like a while ago. It's like about a year ago or so. Yeah, this, it's definitely and, a while ago. Yep. And yeah, uh, if you if you posted this clip on your Facebook page again, if you posted it with like no cap, well, I, I don't know about the whole compilation, but just that one we just saw. If you, I posted it on my Facebook page and I got like a, they have these third party fact check things where they like they they throttle your page and they punish you and because they're like oh. That had nothing to do with the vaccine. She was just like dehydrated or whatever. (laughs) It's they really do. They really scramble to control the narrative around this stuff, you know. But again, if you have eyes in your head and you weren't born yesterday, you know something is going on. Oh yeah, this is like as just one compilation, and it was a lot of well, in America they say soccer, right? But uh, Europe was a football. A lot of football players that were. Uh, especially um, inflicted, is that the term? Like uh, suffering from this, essentially. And it wasn't all, all that they all died or whatever, but like they clearly is, yeah. like have issues. They can't ex- uh, exacerbate themselves. They can't uh, or exasperate themselves. They can't like push themselves and they fall mm-hmm. over. They collapse. They have to have help. They're, I mean, some Australian towns now that's happening in the UK. So one tell me it happened in Sweden too. They're installing defibrillators everywhere and shit like yeah. that. Like, yeah, they're doing what? that in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, player died of heart attack again. This is just like a, a five-minute compilation, but it just co- goes and goes and goes with these clips, and and it's like, 
I've been around for some time. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm old as shit here, uh, you know, heading there anyway. <laughs> and it's like, I don't remember anything like this before. Not like this. Obviously, it's like, yeah. it, it, they're trying to gaslight yeah, us as usual. Into I know, like, it's always the funniest when somebody is like, oh, so we, no one ever passed out before the COVID vaccine. And he's just like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Come on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, this isn't normal. It is Something has changed. Yep, absolutely. And what what could it be? And of course, a lot of sleuths, of course, are going on uh, the hunt. They pull out the screenshots of whatever the the, the football player or the celebrity or just uh, the, your average teen uh, celebrating that they finally got vaccinated a couple of months earlier or whatever. You know, some cases a couple of weeks, in some cases, you know, four or five, four or five months earlier. But no, this this just comes and goes. It was another one too, going away from that compilation a little bit to this uh, story here. Uh, vaccinated NFL player wanted unvaxed uh, jail died unexpectedly at age 38. <laughs> yeah, I saw so, this. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, it's the new normal, and uh, they're trying to make us think that this has always been the case. And we did a bit of a compilation in one of the member shows recently we did, but like gardening... Uh, changing your sheets on the bed, shoveling snow. All these things were things that were leading to heart attacks, they said, or could you give you a rise of it? Playing yeah. uh, video games, um, uh, having a, sh a high energy bill. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Watching Avatar. Yes, that's right. It's, exactly. It's so exciting. <laughs> I, did you see the one? They, what they, they called it happy heart syndrome. What? No. Uh, uh, there's an article. It was like somebody, I, th I think it might have been watching the World Cup. Some some guy died when his team won won a game in the World Cup oh. or something, and they, they were and they called it Happy Heart Syndrome. Really, there's nice. a nice euphemism for you. Here's Holy the shit. Uh, American College of Cardiology. Is that the one you're thinking of? Happy Heart Syndrome. I uh, know. I didn't, I didn't know it was a paper. I just saw it in like a, a newspaper headline. Yeah. Talk, but yeah, I see that paper came out June of last year. Yeah, it's like missing timing. Yeah, <laughs> it's not 2012, you know, it came out. <laughs> yeah, Takatsubo is a Japanese maybe syndrome triggered by positive events. That's right. If you're too happy, you could die of a heart attack. Did you know? Mm -hmm. Gotta be more, more, more depressed. You know, that's uh, that's the name of the game. Uh, and of course, then you have this right now. Well, I get this is part of the died suddenly uh, crazy stuff, right? But uh, SADS, right? Sudden adult death syndrome. All, all these new amazing terms that I've like never yeah, heard before. No one show. ever heard this two years ago. No. no. Yeah. Uh, SADS explodes as young and healthy adults die following COVID vaccine mandates. Uh, this is a page that keeps monitoring this. And I, I've lost track. I can't even keep up with it anymore. You know what I mean? And I even, I even stopped at some point because it's just like, and some sites are keeping up with it. Some Twitter accounts do it, right? Um, but I mean, I wonder how many of these, these deaths that do occur, what they're attributed to. Because, you know, when COVID first broke out, no matter how you kind of view it, some people said it was not even like, you know, real. It was just the flu that they overplayed, and then they introduced a vaccine, which I think is a form of a bio weapon, frankly. And then you had a lot of people get, starting to actually get sick and dying in a way they didn't do before. But remember, in the beginning, they inflated the numbers. Like if you actually, if you died from like, or if you fell down the stairs and you broke your hip or whatever, and they you came in and they tested you for COVID with these sh shady PCR tests. They told mm. uh, everyone that, oh well, that's a uh, a, a death from uh, COVID as opposed to a death with COVID. And that's how they managed to skew the numbers. Now we're seeing this in reverse kind of thing, right? We actually have a lot of 
uh, deaths from what I think is attributed uh, to the vaccine, but they're downplaying it. And now, now I assume they're coming up with all these other excuses. See, I'm not sure how honest the autopsies are with some of these cases, uh, and I'm not sure what ends up actually going on the death certificate at the at the end of this. Yeah, I, and I already said it once, but I just like hate journalists. I hate the media so much. Where where are they? What are they? What are they doing with this? Like this is the this is the story of the century. It is. Yeah, you, you know what yeah. I mean. And it's it's only schizoids on their little blogs who are talking about it and like fringe fringe uh, YouTube. Well, not YouTube, but channels people that have been banned and are off on other websites talking about this and stuff like that. Yeah. I tell you, though, uh, we are going to have to have people at the very least in jail and accountable. And we're going to have to have uh, trials and we're going to have to uh, uh, deal with this. This can, this can never be forgotten what they've done here. And the coercion, the propaganda, remember all that shit they did with like paying influencers to target, you know, a, 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 as many like non mainstream media watchers as possible and all these yeah. disgusting things that they did, you know? Well, the, the levels of coercion were insane. I mean, you people had their jobs on the line, their ability to travel. You know what I mean? This wasn't yeah. just uh, like, oh, do I think I need this for COVID? Like you, you had to do it to live your life. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yep. They threatened you. You're going to lose your job and stuff. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me take, I think we have, I missed a couple here on Odyssey. Let me take those real quick. <clears throat> We're caught up here. We had... Uh, uh, Hexagod podcast says uh, he's more careful. Oh, that was uh, from, from before when we talked about the YouTube channel. He's more careful than we are. LOL. <laughs> well, either way, thanks for your vids, Henry. Well, thank you. Good to, uh, good to have you here. Level 404 Light says uh, LMAO watched them do a movie on the only white colony that failed. It was Nordics that were Christian, Christian hence all the out of blue Christian single authoritarian state nationalism. I'm not sure I've followed that, but thank you for the, the well, maybe in reference to the uh, the Viking movie that we talked about, maybe. Yeah, exactly. uh, thank you, Level uh, 404 Light. Appreciate that. Uh, Western Collapse Report says uh, one, one doll hair. <laughs> I should have done this a few minutes ago, I guess. Um, Michael57DE, good to see you. Uh, he says in the 50 years, 1970 to 2020, just over one. 1,300 athletes suffered heart attacks. In the one year the VAX was rolled out, 2021 to 2022, over 1,500 have suffered heart attacks. They want you to look at the numbers until the numbers don't go their way. Hail Henrik Hellegaards. Thank you, Michael. Yes, exactly. Very good point. Um, then it's all about the, the science and statistics up until the point that it's an inconvenience. And now it's every every imaginable excuse under the sun to, to explain why this is happening. You know, uh, wh what do you think? Do you think they're going to are they going to do like a second round? Because it looks like you're getting less and less people actually do taking their boosters and maybe the damage is done or whatever. But I still have the sneaking suspicion that like they might want to bring back uh, COVID, strong COVID measures. They probably are going to continue pushing the, the the boosters and all that stuff. What's your hunch? It does, it does feel like they've been foreshadowing a return of more pandemic hysteria. Uh, I You know, I saw this ad about this this crazy new virus what are they calling it the kraken variant now they they, <laughs> they, they try to come up with these scarier Scary names and and everything so uh oh was it merged it, with flu or something like that yeah oh here's the story here yeah kraken covid symptoms what with symptoms it's not even that then 
What to know about the strain sweeping through the U.S. and now in at least 28 other countries. All right, here we go. This is from today. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but like, like I, I don't know. People aren't talking about getting sick, really. Like, like yeah, it's flu season and that. But, like I, like, I don't know. I don't hear about people going to the hospital is what I'm saying. So, Maybe they're trying to take this and blow it up into a bigger deal, but I don't. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know about any of this stuff anymore. You know. I. I just. I think it's fairly simple. I think it's. Uh, I think the vaccine is. Uh, it was the goal with this all along, uh, to get us onto not only the mRNA trajectory, but it's this. The whole premise of this is that basically we can alter your genes, right? We will. We'll go. Mm-hmm. We'll go in there. And we'll improve you or we'll basically become your immune system. We'll update you. We'll give you new things. I mean, every, all these big pharma companies kind of have pivoted towards this as a solution to everything, which is basically just a form of gene therapy, to, to use it nice. I call it or, or to, to use a nicer word. It's genetic engineering, right? Uh, and all these things that they said right in the beginning. Oh, the crazy conspiracy theorist says that it's altering your DNA. That's all wrong, blah, blah, blah. And then slowly over time, you have the UMU uh, uh, study from Sweden. All of this is, is, is showing that there's a reverse transcription, and it actually does uh, uh, alter your DNA. And no one even someone we don't even know how long this vaccine or whatever it is, this mRNA code or whatever, uh, stays in your body. And then you have the aspect that it's shedding from the people that do have it. So even people that haven't taken it is getting infected with it if they're close enough uh, yeah, or in contact with other people. Yeah, yeah well, I think it's going to be a tough sell <laughs> after this. I think that, that whatever trust they had has uh, been severely, severely hurt. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Here's uh, here's here's all of our favorites. Well, I'm not sure if uh, maybe some of you guys don't even know who he is, but uh, Ram Im- Ram Emanuel is kind of the guy behind uh, Obama for a while there. Uh, he has a brother called Ezekiel Emanuel, and they've wheeled him out on MSNBC and CNN and other channels to again push more of the lies. This is from a few days ago, but listen to what he said about this here. Uh, basically, it seems that the ma- mainstream media. Uh, and these people are pushing like, yes, we got to go back. We got to have lockdowns. We got to have masks and we got to have new rounds of shots. Listen to this here. B 1.5. It's spreading very rapidly, which means it can evade uh, and outcompete the other subvariants. What 1.5? That's that Kraken that you just mentioned, by the way. So that's what that he's talking about here. It seems to avoid the antibodies, but also bind more tightly to cells. And that gives it a, the competitive advantage it needs. And unfortunately, the antibodies, therefore, we have from infection or vaccines don't seem to work. And the monoclonal antibody, Evushield, we have that a lot of immunocompromised patients don't uh, use, doesn't seem to be uh, working that well. So it is a, a great concern. And the fact that it's spreading at this moment when people have been traveling uh, and therefore we're going to see another surge uh, going forward, we can be pretty confident of that. <laughs> so how do you know <laughs> is this is typical, you know, that the variants keep coming. And as infection spread, the, <laughs> this virus finds new ways to conquer our best efforts. Uh, yeah, yes, uh, we do yeah. see when uh, the virus spreads to lots more people that you get more variants because the more it reproduces, the higher the chance of a mutation or a recombination event. Um, and that's actually what's really concerning about China. Uh, uh, they will have a lot of deaths, unfortunately, because of the low 
uh, immunity they have in the population, but also that with hundreds of millions of people getting infected, likely over the next few uh, weeks, uh, they're going to have a lot more variants. And we don't have a good uh, line of sight into those variants and the genomes. And that- How they even can say anything with a certainty, with a straight face is beyond me at this point of like every single step of the way they have failed. And I, and I think that's quite intentional in a way, too, obviously. But like nothing like as you said, all the credibility, that small ounce of a credibility that they had left has been like utterly ruined and destroyed after these last two years. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I know a lot of people who took the shots who oh, would no, not shit. be willing to take any more. And uh, I just hope there's not another mask mandate. That's what he's talking about right there. We got to bring masks back. That's the only thing that works. That's what he says there at the end. <laughs> I hated that so much. Oh and no, going I, to I the refused. gym and wearing a mask. No, 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 no I, I refused. No, you got to be. You got to be in a in a good uh, good area. That's yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. My local Planet Fitness. Uh, I tried it. I tried not wearing the mask one time, and shit came and like <laughs> was like, "You gotta wear it." And I was I was on the treadmill, you know. I just I, I walked. I wore it onto the treadmill and took it off while I'm running. She's like, "Where's your comes? Where's your mask? Stop. Hey, where's your mask?" And I was like, "I got a dust allergy, you know. I can't do it." I sorry. She's like, "No, you have to wear leave. the mask. Everyone wears the mask." my god yeah the compliance and this the the sheep dogging right of like all these like yeah the like, hall you know, monitors yeah. Yeah. oh my god it's like psychos i think it was like a perfect thing because it set off all these freaks and like maniacs that like love to do their little power play like this is their domain now kind of thing you comply now or i'll snitch on you you know no yeah i think the foundations for like you know they just did that other pandemic drill uh, contain uh, what is it called critical contagion or what was it again it, it was just in october now um bill gates have talked about when a new virus strikes and like they're, they're all so sure of themselves that like the it will come up again it will bubble up again and again whether it's covid or something else that they're cooking up in a lab uh, or it's you know sure something that is more or less genuine could show up as well um but it has all benefited them politically uh, economically, psychologically, like in terms of compliance. And like, I don't see any, beyond them losing a little bit of credibility, of course, I don't see any like downsides to it for them of doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's kind of blackpilling, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of accountability or I, I don't know. It's like, like, it, like most people, most of us regular people, if you have a day job or just a, a you have a career, you fuck up you lose your job. You know what I mean? Or you only get, you only get so many, you only get so many screw ups. Yeah. But so these people at the top, it seems like there's just no, no system of accountability in any way, shape or form. Yep. That's right. Um, I'm still, I'm still, I think it's a long, long game. You know what I mean? To see short term um, satisfaction, I think is, is kind of, it's, it's not that uh, plausible, but long term, I think you're going to see basically resistance build more and more. More people going to wake up. More stuff like this that they do, uh, and over time, which of course might mean if it's long enough on a time scale, some of these people that did this to us might get away. They might be gone before we can like put them in jail or whatever, catapult them or whatever. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, some point, I think at some point, I think uh, a lot of people are going to realize. Uh, what has been done to them, and I think they're overplaying their hands. So I'm actually I'm pretty white pill at the end. It's it. I agree, it's depressing, and it was depressing to see so much compliance and stuff. But you still have a large segment. Remember all the freedom protests in Europe and stuff like that. I mean, it was a good turnout yeah, on a lot of those. 
uh, I, I liked seeing that. There, w there was some uh, opposition to it, you know? Yes. Well, I mean, we definitely have to keep fighting. No matter, we like, yeah, we oh, don't yeah. have a choice. It doesn't matter so how few we just, are. No. Look at look at Canada. Yeah. The Freedom Convoy stuff there. That was awesome. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was, you know what yeah. I mean? That was great. Uh, Black Phillips says rumors: the American football player is brain dead and currently a vegetable. The hospital canceled a major press uh, presser press event as a former paramedic, someone who had to be uh, revived twice, is basically an organ donor. Is that what it is? Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, again, I hope we can figure out what's going on there because that's what we need. I, have you heard about the all the, uh, the, the are, some of the autopsies that, that they are doing? Uh, they're finding these like two feet long, like blood clots and shit. Like yes, <laughs> yes, I have heard that. Like, whoa, that is crazy stuff. Um, let's do this. We're going to wrap up here shortly, I think. And let me know if you need to uh, leave because I know you have a. a uh, your kids there do, and, and one of them was sick. I will, so I, don't, I know, so I don't want to keep you for too long. Do you want to watch? Let's watch this one. Maybe, uh, you can have some uh, takes on this, maybe. Uh, Sam Cedar, I mentioned this before at uh, the beginning. Um, he's criticizing Libsoft TikTok. I guess she is a Chabad member, which is <laughs> kind of interesting. I didn't know about that. I do know that Tucker, he's sitting with his red Kabbalah bracelet uh, when he does those daytime shows, and you can see it there. But anyway. So Sam Cedar's attacking her for being like what he says is a, is a cult with Chabad. Uh, so he's going after her pretty hard. She was just kind of, I mean, she's self-doxed in a way, I guess, right on Tucker's show. I forget, uh, Chaya Reichick, I think her name is. Yeah, like, well, she, she was already doxed by the Washington Post. So. Right, yeah. What, what was the the stinking journalist there? Uh, Taylor Taylor, Lentz. that's right. Lauren, uh, Everyone's favorite. Cunt. Oh, my <laughs> God, you know. No, so, um, I think Libs of TikTok is, is doing a, a great job at what she is doing. But <laughs> interesting, Sam it raises an interesting point still. But um, you... Well, I don't know anything about this group, what the... The, they're a cult? What are they? No, they, uh, so, yeah, so let me frame is, that is correctly. Is it like a so. church or... She said she said on Tucker that she sees like the grooming stuff as a cult, right? The LGBTQ oh, stuff, and of yeah, course yeah. she's correct on that, well, right? Well, sure, yeah, uh, yeah. But then Sam Cedar says, "Well, you're in a uh, you're you're in a Chabad cult," and and he brings up some properties with it, which is what is Chabad? Quite, quite, uh, he explains it, but it's basically like a, a Jewish, uh, like Orthodox uh religious group and they okay. basically believe in the you know that the, the jewish messiah is going he actually summarizes it fairly accurately in terms of like what i know about it there's a lot to say about it but um, anyway let's listen to that uh and uh because it was kind of funny sam cedar i think he i think he's jewish himself by the way yes he is he says that in the clip and he goes pretty hard against uh, i guess uh, orthodox judaism here which is kind of funny uh, anyway, here, here's the uh, clip, and I cut this together earlier today, so it's like shortened, and then it's uh, uh, a couple of things added in for uh, for uh, uh, to to underline certain things, shall we say? Here we go. So here's uh, Sam Cedar from the Majority Report. Chaya Rachik, who runs the Libs of TikTok channel. Yeah, she's Chabad, uh, Chabad, fundamentalist Jews. The idea of someone coming from Chabad and talking about cults is. It is projection. If you're not aware of who Chabad is, all black suits, white shirt, wide rimmed, 
Black Hat rules about where you're allowed to shave. They have rules about what stuff you need to wear. I have no problem with this. Sometimes they'll come up and they'll say, are you Jewish? Are you Jewish? And I will, uh, I will shake the lulav and praise the etrog. Sometimes I'll let them blow the shofar for me. It is a mitzvah. And they have uh, rabbis who they think are the next, uh, you know, uh, Messiah. I have no problem with this. The second coming. Moshiach is coming. They have vans that drive around Brooklyn announcing that Moshiach is coming with a picture of the latest guy who's going to be the Messiah. I have no problem with this. If you're worried about child abuse and you're a member of the Chabad community, you should look around. Uh, it, 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 charity starts at home. I don't think that Kaya Rachek is going to complain about the circumcision in our community. Some of it is actually like, I don't know specifically in which Chabad she's part of, but there are some traditions there that don't even involve like using a surgical tool. You don't want he's going for the, uh, he's going for the jugular here. Let's check, yeah, check this portion out here. Using a surgical tool. You don't want to tell the QAnon people about some of that stuff. In terms of. Why not? It's true. That's what he's just saying though. <laughs> what is <laughs> deflecting right away. Don't tell them about this because this is hundred percent true and absolutely disgusting. <laughs> of like what happens yeah. with the, the moils, some of the moils in some ultra Orthodox fundamentalist sects of Judaism, they don't use, they don't use a knife. They use their teeth. I kid you not. Shit. I kid you not. <laughs> I have no problem with this. <laughs> the idea that a parent, that like, you know, you're getting groomed from like a reading session at the library. Listen, I got news for you. If it was that easy to inculcate my kids to go to the library and read books by just having one transvestite or one transgender person or one cross-dressing person read a book to them guess what i would be doing i'd be going to the library every week oh my god i have no problem with this it. i have no problem with this <laughs> so he's saying at the end though this, uh, the great yeah, what bonus was his point there what was the, he trying to say the, the, the point at the end there is basically He's, he's criticizing right lips of TikTok because they're saying that all this LGBTQ stuff is a, is a cult, right? And then he points to, well, Chabad is a cult too. And I think he has a good point. But regardless, the point is at the, at the end there, what he says is, if it was as easy as taking your kid to like a drag queen story hour event at your local library in order to turn them into like, I don't know, trans positive affirmation cultish or whatever. He says, I would do that <laughs> all right. the time. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, shit, man. <laughs> he wants yeah. them to be part of the cult. That's the other point. Oh, my God. Anyway, I guess it's two Jews fighting with each other then. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Sam Zeter and, uh, and uh, Shia Reichick. Yeah. Anyway, I think well, hey, got, I, I, I like lives of TikTok too. I oh, think I mean, she's doing good she's, work. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and I opened with that actually. Like that, you have kind of. The, I mean, she does it like one clip at a time, but uh, you've been down. You've been doing like aggregation of like insane shit, kind of like she does now for a long time, right? I mean, when did you start that again? What, 2014 with that, or was that? Yeah, later? more or less tw early 2015. Yeah, yeah. Some people might say she bit my style a little bit. You know, <laughs> hey, that's okay. Plenty of work to go around. 
Uh, she, but she's, she did some good work there getting like people. And I mean, she was, she was following my account back when she had like 50,000 followers or whatever. So it was crazy to see her just like rocket ship to the moon she with her, her following very famous for some interesting reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, Hey, I'm shadow banned now. It is what it is. I can't barely scrap, scrape together a hundred retweets on anything I post these days. Funny how that works. Elon Musk said he was going to give us a, a tool to see if we're shadow banned and to appeal it, but still waiting on that one. Um, but she, she got like, I remember when she was getting teachers fired. I was, I just yeah. thought this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, every time you get a scalp I'm yeah like, yeah good work i'm so finally there is some pushback you know kind of thing yeah, like there's some yeah. there's some accountability and stuff and of course i mean that's great i'll be 100 percent take that you know what i mean um but then it, what was inter what's interesting with it too is remember the boston children's hospital they did all these kinds of gay ops around it where they claimed that like oh because she posted a video then someone made a bomb threat to the Boston Children's Hospital, which is like, that might not even be real, but even if it is, like, what are you doing now? Like this, so, like yeah. guilt by so, like, oh, you said something and someone else did some violent act. Now that's your fault. That's what they're trying to do now, right? Well, Link and it's also the thing you said was reposting our video. Like, what, like right. why are you, Boston Children's Hospital, making videos that induce people to want to bomb threat? Exactly. No, that, that's, that, no, that's not part of <laughs> those it. Those videos are fucking crazy, too. Oh, yeah. I, like, all of those Children's Hospital videos where they're, they're just making this propaganda. I, you you know, children's hospitals was always like like I'm very like cynical a lot about a lot of things, and so like I don't give to charity very often because I don't trust these organizations to use my money efficiently. But it's like sometimes you just kind of have to give to charity for some reason. Like somebody wants to like donate in your name or whatever, and I always thought children's hospitals are a safe bet, <laughs> but they're they're nope. putting out these propaganda videos to trans your kids like what the hell man? i know it's insane it's it's just like we've gone over a cliff all of a sudden and just and all like this stuff that they used to be like in the closet i guess or like hidden has just come right out in the open it's and now it's just like this we don't only need access to to like your kids we need you to celebrate when we're doing this to your kids. You know what I mean? Like, and if you don't do that, you'll be you'll be punished. I just it's one thing here too, though, where I feel like they're just so bold and so got such hubris and going so much overkill over the top that I think you're going to see a very healthy pushback, and people are going to begin organizing. And when you're doing this to kids and stuff like that, I mean, you're you're. There's a lot of people that are just not going to lay down, roll over, and die. You know, let me put it that way. And I think that's good. Yes, I hope. <laughs> I hope so. I, I heard a story about some, like, the, like in the courts. The courts have been siding with the the gender cult, and that's not good. No, no, definitely not. No, it's it's uh, it's a make it or break it. So you know, time essentially a situation right there. It's like you can, how how are you going to run a civilization when like you. <laughs> You can't do it like you. You're like destroying the only mechanism that you have that's going to enable us to continue our kids and and their ability to to reproduce. You know, it's absolutely crazy. But anyway, uh, I hypocrite. Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. Uh, plug your uh, stuff a little bit here at the end as well. You have a website. You have a kind of a link tree. Tell us about that so people know where to go and find your stuff. 
Uh, yeah, well, the, the two big ones are, I guess, Twitter and YouTube. Are, so twitter.com slash LP original G that uh, my website, I have got If you go to my Twitter, you see the the WLO. That's like my link tree thing. You can find everything. Uh, I've, I've recently started using locals and I'm kind of making that the the one stop shop to where you can find everything so it's ihypocrite.locals.com if you want to join the ihypocrite community how do you like that how do you like locals is it is it good i actually yeah i've i just started using it but it is it's cool it's got a lot of like nice features and it works really smooth and everything so i'm i'm really enjoying it nice uh, yeah, so you can go there and, and it's free to become a member if you want to just join the community and, and I and then you get updates and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, Twitter and YouTube and whatever. So yeah. Nice. Well, awesome. You're doing great work. Keep it up. And uh, I know it takes a lot of time working on videos like that too. Uh, when is the, uh, do you do, so you do them live right now, don't you? You're doing them live. You have a person sitting in on one of the YouTube channels. Is that how you do it? And then you put the full on Odyssey later. Is that how you do it? Uh, so I, I do a mix. I do live streams. I, and, the, and they'll go to like YouTube and Odyssey and all that. Uh, the, 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 you can't stop progress show is a live stream that I do every Sunday night. I don't do it on YouTube anymore. It's on Odyssey. It's on uh, cozy and, um, rumble rumble's been really good by the way. I don't know if you guys want to get on cozy, I might be able to help you with that. I, I might be able to like put a, put a word in. I don't know if you have any interest in that, but yeah, it's cool. another, thanks. I'll think about it. Yeah. Um, so, cause, so I'm on cozy too. And, and yeah, so I, the live stream Sunday nights, and then I, I make, I do make the occasional YouTube video. I just made a video about Michael Jackson and his thoughts about juice, <laughs> which is on my YouTube channel. Nice. And it's, it, it did really well by my standards. It's got about 90,000 views now. So people like that video. So you can check that out if you want. Nice. The anti-Semitism of Michael Jackson. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> smash with, smash with. All right. Awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate you uh, coming on. Keep up the good work and uh, I hope we can have you back again in the future at some point. Yeah, absolutely. And and I do a show. It's kind of paused now, but it's called The Progress Report where I have yeah, guests. I like it. I've tuned into several of them. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And I'd love to have you on there sometime you, too. You got and, it. And Anytime. Anytime, man. Thank yeah. you. All awesome. right. Say awesome. hi to Lana for me too. Okay? Absolutely. Will do. Have a great uh, rest of your uh, Friday night and we'll see you later. Okay. Right, All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. There we go. That's I Hypocrite. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate him and his time today. Uh, I guess we can do like two more stories here and then we'll begin to uh, wrap up here for tonight. Uh, we had a couple of more. Maybe you saw that about the um, Likud. Did I show that on screen briefly? Uh, Likud's Amir Ohana becomes Israel's first openly gay Knesset speaker, uh, which is <laughs> which is kind of interesting because it's like, Lee could is at least in the media and stuff they're saying like they're the most hardcore you know like right wing uh <laughs> you know like political you know movement or like configuration i guess or like the what netanyahu is doing right now and then you get things like this which i guess shows that it's more like the tra trajectories of the stuff that's happening is is on par with what's happening in like in america and other uh, countries where now conservative movements are like you know, mostly are like pro pro gay, right? They're I'm not sure they're pro trans yet, but give them like ten, five, ten years, and and obviously the conservatives will be there too. Uh, but anyway, some people have gone after uh, him though. Top rabbi calls gay Knesset speaker Ohana infected, blames him for, for Meron disaster. Mir Mazuz, 
affiliated with several senior members of new government brands pride parade goers animals walking on two legs have previously blamed lgbtq marshes for covid and terror all right uh, i guess they're having some issues uh, over there in paradise good stuff hey one uh, positive thing i saw too obviously this will be uh, abused no doubt but it's a it's a good first step. Uh, we'll have to see what what happens with it and how it goes. But Pornhub, uh, and hear me out on this. On like, I mean, per, per, look, preferably they should just ban all of it. But like as a first step, right? So Pornhub will now check government IDs in Louisiana. Is yours next? And it's like, well, I hope it is. I hope every single country. Uh, is is next over every single region. Obviously, as I said, this will be abused and it will be probably they set a standard with pornography, which overall should just be banned and outlawed. Like the research and the studies are there showing how how uh, detrimental it is, how dangerous it is, uh, how it makes people uh, uh, sick and ill, both physically and mentally, and all that. So, like everything is out. It's not no no question about this, right? But they're going to start applying this to like political sites and stuff like that eventually. So, so I get the danger with doing something like this. But at the same time, what are you going to do? I mean, you can't have this out there. It's an epidemic. It's out of control. Uh, and uh, what? There are millions of other pornography sites. Are they going to do the same to them? I would assume so. Otherwise, you just easily find pornography anyway, wherever. And you could argue, oh, well, they're going to find it anyway. Yeah, but you have to do something. You have to try to shut it down. You have to try to stop it. You have to at least show that your society is willing to try to help out kids. Because uh, that's what it is, right? There's the one that mostly... I mean, there's problems in all age groups, but like young boys specifically, right, that watch this stuff and they get like affected by it. They get mental problems as a consequence. They uh, get self-esteem issues. I mean, it's hundreds of different like health issues, both mental and physical, as I said, uh, out of this. Um, additionally, why the hell is a company, what, I forget what, what was the, uh, what was the uh, head company called? It's, it's something else. I forget what it's called, uh, uh, who owns Pornhub and they own some other stuff too. But anyway, how in the hell are they even able to operate legally right now, considering all the things that they have done and are doing? Remember there was scandals with Pornhub where they're like, like out in the open, they've caught them uh, republishing videos of uh, girls that have been raped. There's underaged stuff. There's, uh, uh, you know, sex trafficking and even child sex trafficking videos on the website. Oh, no, that's that's fine. They aren't shut down for some mysterious reason. Isn't that it really makes you think, right? I think someone said the only thing that would like explain what is happening is basically like if this was some like asset of like the government or some like major propaganda campaign uh, being run by like intelligence or something like that you know what i mean uh, but anyway no they're still there but at least louisiana then and again this is like oh it's a um it's like a pebble in the ocean kind of thing of like the problem that needs to be done but at least they threw a damn pebble <laughs> i give them that much at least they did that uh, in June, the Louisiana state legislature passed a bill that requires sites with a certain percentage of sexually explicit material. So, okay, so I assume it's more sites than Pornhub then. To verify the age of visitors to the site effective in 2023. Is it going to be a fix to all of this? Of course not, but at least they're doing something. Ban the shit. Ban it. All of it. All right. 
I think that's it for uh, for today, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us today. Again, thanks to iHypocrite for uh, joining us. It was a pleasure having him with us. We thank him for his time today. Uh, if you do want to uh, check out more here from Red Ice, check out our memberships, redicemembers.com. You can sign up over there. Uh, if you, for some reason, are having an issue with your uh, credit card, you can always use donorbox.org slash redice. Send us an email and let us know you've signed up. Or you can use odyssey.com forward slash at redice tv they'll give you direct access to all the latest stuff as well but of course if you do sign up on odyssey uh, also send us an email and we'll give you full access to redicemembers.com as well uh, during the uh, duration that you have an active subscription on odyssey uh, so you can access uh, stuff in the archives the past shows as well uh, also subscribestar.com slash red ice you can also get a uh, executive producer uh, and a producer tier i'm going to say thanks to our uh, yeah, guys and gals today for uh, for joining us as that T Lothrop Stoddard V Miller Resin Revolt Good Luck Lap Jake Red Pill Rundown Chalky Milk French 47 Mark Smith No One Jeebs President Obunga Fetch Me If You Can Mongoose William Fox Angry White Soccer Mom The Second Wanderer Operation Werewolf The Ride Never Ends Francis Parker Yaki Dill Bob Level 104 Light and last place simp thank you guys we appreciate you if we got your name wrong or we don't have you in the list just reach out and we'll uh, sort that out also our producers mr walker 696 you hanson leroy dumond snark pup eyes open mr lemry and yuri new thank you guys really appreciate it again you can get a uh, producer or executive producer tier over at odyssey or uh, subscribe star if you're uh, into that kind of stuff all right very good let me check uh, that we're caught up here right at the end. We have uh, Hexagod says, you have a pretty good broadcast, Henrik. You deserve more donos, in my opinion. Thank you. Appreciate that. We appreciate uh, all donos and super chats. Uh, I think the best way to support us is uh, getting a membership, uh, to be honest. But no, we appreciate everybody who super chats. We never expect anything, but we, uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you, no matter how you support us. Uh, you know, memberships or uh, super chats, donos, stuff like that. We appreciate all of you. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, we also have, what do we have? Uh, Hexagot again with a um, nice little merchant uh, meme. That's nice. Thank you. And uh, Michael57DE says, uh, it, used, uh, it used to be to watch porn. You had to go to the CD side of town of a porn sh store hoping no one would <laughs> you drove <laughs> drove by the parking lot and saw you that cut down a lot of views it's true there needs to be this is the other thing right there needs to be like a social uh, stigma around it and 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 as we know the propagandists have of course effectively removed all these things right uh, very intentionally this is to sabotage this is a weapon this is a, a uh, an attack on Europeans, it's an attack on white people, it's a, an attack on, on the Western world. It affects others too, obviously, right? I mean, India is having an issue with it now, a lot of other other countries have, but this was like, as, as a first first issue, it was like the West that had, uh, uh, you know, that was targeted by this. And now we're seeing the full fruits of that. I mean, complete just like collapse and pornography. It was like one thing that they did, it was like the normalization of that and the sexualization of like everything in our culture. And, and now look at it, like dysfunction everywhere. Uh, so yeah, that has to be re-stigmatized again, right? Back in the closet with all that kind of shit, no doubt. Uh, Hexagon Productions says, uh, with a nice little merchant, uh, <laughs> left my ass off. Good night, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, very nice. Let me check uh, Rumble, make sure we're caught up there. I think we are. All right. 
that's it for us today then, boys and girls. Uh, we'll be back with more here soon. Western Warrior coming up next. We've uh, rebranded that a little bit. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. Much love to you and yours. Have a great uh, weekend here. And uh, we'll be back with more before you know it. Take care, everybody. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.